Thank you for tuning in to the Truth About Everything podcast. I am your host, Khalik. What does it take to live the good life? I mean, the life you live now may be good, but things can always be better, right? There is nothing wrong with desiring better. The problem is where those desires lead you. So what makes life a good one? I mean, what qualifies you to be at the status of living the good life? What do you have to possess? What do you have to be exposed to or who or what do you have to be associated with in order to elevate your life to the good life? The most obvious answer is money. Take any person in any situation in any part of the world, add lots of money and voila, instantly life gets good. As human beings, we essentially desire the same fundamental things. The difference among us is how we go about acquiring these things. We all prefer a comfortable life with access to a plethora of resources and opportunities that enable us to have whatever we want, whenever we want it. And we we envy the, the rich and famous because they live what is considered to be the good life. So we follow their social media accounts and tune into their reality shows and imagine ourselves in their shoes, dressing how they dress, coveting what they own, believing what they believe and and thinking how they think. But, you know, to you, maybe you don't want to be rich and famous. And to you, uh, the good life isn't about that. You could care less about the latest trends or fast cars or what Diddy is up to these days. In your version of the good life, you don't even need a million dollar home. You just need one that's in a good neighborhood. You don't need to drive a a Rolls Royce or a fancy car like that. You just need dependable transportation that can safely get you to your destination. You're not asking for a billion dollar net worth. Rather, just enough money to pay the bills with a couple of bucks left over for a rainy day. To you, that's the good life. But the problem with both these scenarios is that the good life is based on the passion, the acquisition, and the preservation of material things. 1 John 2, 15, 16 says, do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father, but is of the world. So when we think of what living a good life looks like, you know, we tend to imagine our greatest needs being permanently fulfilled. We're free of every need that we have ever had or that we ever can have any type of stress. We think of a a stress-free existence that is nothing like the reality that we live in. It's a self-gratifying paradise of me, myself, and I, where all of our physical needs and desires are met just as fast as we can produce them. But the good life isn't about money. The good life is not about power or the good life is not about prestige. 
The good life does not consist of placing your trust in what the world can offer you. The good life is about rejecting the influences of the world and believing God is all that you need. You know, we are spiritual beings created by God who is spirit and who operates through the spirit. Our communication with God and our effective service to him is achieved through the power of the spirit. The spirit of God has the wisdom to shape a universe, sustain and end generations, assign plans and purposes and perform the impossible. Since the life that you live, the breath that you breathe and the operation of your mind, body and soul are all based on a source that is spiritual, then ultimate fulfillment, rather the good life, can only be authentic when it is based on spiritual criteria. The spirit as well as the flesh, they they both have healthy appetites. The one you choose to feed will be the substance that you live on. Feeding either what it desires will develop a deeper hunger for more. Our flesh desires what is temporal and it hungers for carnal things. Nothing else appeals to it. If you give it what it asks for, it demands more, bigger, better, more, 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 because carnal things are fleeting. Therefore, you'll never achieve the good life through indulging the flesh. In Proverbs eleven twenty eight, it says, those who trust in their riches will fall, but the righteous will thrive like a green leaf. The spirit is Im- immaterial and it craves divine things. Everything else is useless to it. The spirit unites us with God. It hungers for truth. It hungers for elevation. It hungers for revelation. It hungers for enlightenment. The flesh and the spirit are opposites. What the flesh desires is temporary, but what the spirit desires is eternal. They do not work to advance each other. And in Galatians 5, it says it, it instructs us rather to walk by the spirit and that we so that we may not gratify the desires of the flesh for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. And the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. An ability to deny the flesh and to operate in the spirit of God is a characteristic of one that is led by God in living the good life. Romans 12, 2 says, tells us to not conform to the pattern of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Then we will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing will. So the good life is is about compliance, not domination. It is about humility, not ego, and detachment from the world, not a desire to be loved by the world. All the fancy things you desire are given up for whatever God places in your hands, what whatever that may be. The passion for ephemeral things is replaced by a passion for invaluable spiritual things that will never rust or perish. The good life is spent chasing after God, not fame, not fortune, not momentary objects. It's not that that God is running away from us, that we need to chase him. 
but rather that we are constantly slowing down in our pursuits and falling down in our pursuits that we need to chase after him in order just to stay close. The good life is all about giving up your life, surrendering it to the master and becoming a worker for his purpose. God is not asking you to stop dreaming big or striving to be the best that you can be, but your objective for those aspirations has to change. You can no longer strive to be glorified. You're living your life and pursuing the best life has to offer all in order to glorify God. Because the talents and the abilities that we have are a gift from God. So we have nothing to boast about. We can't take credit for a gift. Therefore, God is entitled to receive all the praise for such a great work that he has done in each and every one of us. And living a good life means that everything in your life must be evaluated by a spiritual measuring tool known as the word of God. Success, failures, truth and lies, good and bad, love and hate, all must be measured according to the word of God. Living according to the spirit means things will not always make sense. But the Bible tells us that spiritual things are foolishness to those that are governed by the flesh. We have to replace our hunger for a life of great material possessions for a life that is fulfilled by spiritual blessings. Living by the flesh drives you to glorify and serve yourself in everything other than God. But living according to the spirit drives you to live in such a way that nothing takes priority over God. And this is the good life. If you have any comments, any questions about this subject, we would love to hear from you. You can visit the website and give us, shoot us an email at oggkministries.org. If you have any prayer requests, if you need prayer to help you overcome this particular subject, we would love to pray for you as well. Thank you and God bless.